Hey ladies, welcome back to the show. I am your host, Trisha Stefankowitz, a registered dietitian and nutritionist. On our episode today, I wanted to talk about this idea of how to stop starting over again. Specifically in this episode, we're going to really review five action steps that you can take now in deciding how and what things you can look at when it comes to creating behavior changes and what can you know what can work and what you can look at to evaluate how you can kind of stay on track and not feel like you're getting off getting on getting off and on when it comes to the health behavior bandwagon before we start the episode I want to remind you that please, if you think there is someone who would benefit from this podcast, please share with them so that we can create a community of women just like you that are empowered and inspired to take action when it comes to their health, wellness, and self-care goals. I wanted to do this episode about stopping and starting over again because At the time of the recording of this episode, it is February, and so I wanted to check in with you to see how you were doing with your health goals. I'm not sure if you've set New Year's resolutions or kind of just were thinking about some things that you wanted to do, but chances are, at this point in time, as of February, you know, probably most of you aren't doing those New Year's resolutions anyway, as, you know, I think only 8% of people who set New Year's resolutions actually succeed in them, which is why it's not always recommended to do them. So in that spirit, I wanted to talk about how to stop starting over again and getting to a place where you are moving closer to the health goals that you desire And getting into a place that you're doing them more consistently, that you're not having to every year at the start of the year create something new and and formulate a big plan. And so the first thing when it comes to, you know, how we get to this point of not getting on and off, a lot of what we're going to talk about is just really kind of, I'm going to take you through five different things, like kind of steps of things that I want you to think about. And then I'm going to give you some action steps on what to do. And if at any point in time, you feel like you're kind of not, you know, like you find yourself in this place that you're not being consistent with what you're doing, I want you to really evaluate some of the things that we talk about and then pop back up on the ladder. So it's going to kind of be like from one to five. And you're going to proceed to the next step. So if any point in this, if you feel like you're not really even ready to kind of go to the next step, then, you you know, then go to the previous one and just kind of see where you're at. Because really what we're going to do here is really try to figure out some things about the goals that you've set. And if we need to kind of look, look at it closer and really reevaluate what you're doing. So the first thing that I wanted to talk about today is thinking about the goal that you've set or what you're currently thinking that you want to achieve when it comes to your health, wellness, or self-care goal 
is how strong is your motivation to make the change? There is this behavior change model, which we've talked about on this show before, which addresses these five stages of behavior change. And essentially, the goal is to identify where you're at on this um, on this stage and really try to figure out if you can move to the next one based on where you are in terms of motivation. So the stages include pre-contemplation, contemplation, preparation, action, and maintenance. And essentially what happens is in this behavior change model is that true change doesn't occur until you get to this action stage. So the pre-contemplation, just to remind you, is the stage where you, you're probably even in denial. You're not really in a place that you see that the problem exists. Um, so if you're thinking of what your behavior changes right now, you're probably not there. Contemplation is the next stage where you may become more aware that a problem exists. And perhaps this is where you are right now. But not making real any real commitment to do anything about that behavior. So you're just kind of hanging out in this behavior. It's kind of in the periphery. You know it's there, but you're not really ready to make a change. Preparation is this place where you're starting to have this desire to start acting, maybe start thinking about what you can do. And maybe you're even starting to make some really tiny changes to get to your goal. And then again, action is this stage where you're actively practicing and and doing the desired behavior. You're working hard, you're identifying triggers, and you're trying to figure out what's going to come up along the way that you can, um, any obstacles so that you can keep doing what you're doing. And then in the fifth stage is maintenance. So this is when you've been practicing your desired behavior for like six months, you're just kind of rocking it. And so essentially what happens here and what I want you to think about is how strong is the motivation to change what you have today? Are you in a place that you, you're you just kind of thinking about it? Maybe you're taking some really small steps. Chances are that you're going to go back and forth between these stages until you get to a place that you can that you have the desire and the motivation to, to make the sacrifices and do the things to get you to the goal that you want. So, you know, behavior change is not likely going to occur, occur when you don't, when you're in denial, the pre-contemplation or in the contemplation stage, but it could occur in the preparation stage because you're making these little tiny steps that you might not even know to get to a place where you're actually taking action. And so why I wanted to talk about this as the start of this idea of getting on and off track is that sometimes we may have a desire to change something, but maybe we're really not in a place that, you know, we can make that change happen because we're not really in a place that our motivation is strong enough for us to change. So I want you right now as your action step, I'm going to give you one for each step, is really to kind of think about what it is that your goal is and trying to figure out where you are in this stage. Um, Because again, you're not going to be able to, you could set all the goals you want, but unless you're in a place that you can take these really small steps to move forward into the 
preparation and action stage, chances are you're not going to have any behavior change because you may not be ready or motivated to make that change. And why that's important is, is because all of these things when it comes to behavior change, they're really difficult, right? And there's going to be lots of things in our life and lots of times when you may not be ready. So instead of having this idea that you're going to start something when you actually aren't really motivated to do it or ready to make that change, I don't want you to do these things if you're not ready because then you're going to see it as a failure. And for most people, we've done lots of different things when it comes to our health, right? I think most people, New Year's resolutions always related to health. So however old you are, if you've been setting resolutions for 20, 30 years or just thinking about it, you know, when the new year comes, that's lots of goals that you've set, right? And so, so that you're not thinking, oh gosh, I failed at something really just to kind of see that perhaps reframing that you weren't really ready to do it. Cause that's a really distinct difference than actually trying really hard and not feeling like you, um, just, you know, got the outcome that you desired. So your action step here is to focus on what you can do um, to get to the action stage so that you're ready to make the goal. Really just acknowledge where you're at. And if you have a goal that you're really not motivated to change, perhaps then adjust your goal and find something that will maybe on the periphery get you to the bigger goal, but it's in a place that is a little bit more um, actionable at this point in time if you're not ready for the bigger one. The second part of this, or the second point that I want to make, is this idea of why are you making this change and why do you want this change? A lot of times there's this intrinsic, extrinsic, external, internal motivation. And essentially the external motivation is a motivation that comes from outside of you. And an internal motivation is typically motivation that comes from within you. External motivation may be something like your spouse, you know, um, says something to you about your weight and so then you desire maybe to have weight loss. Or maybe your doctor says something to you about your weight and so then that comes for something that you feel like you may want to take action. Now the thing is with the external motivation Maybe it strikes something in you and you do have some change, but unless you're in a place that you're internally motivated and that you feel a sense of purpose and you're really clear on why you're doing this and why you want it, it's going to be really hard for you to achieve the goal that you desire. So internal motivation is going to be in a place that you're much more successful um, to attain your goal. And so if you, for instance, say that, gosh, I'm in this place where I'm tired of, um, I'm tired of worrying about my health and I'm tired of, I'm tired of being in this place where I'm always back at the beginning. But that's really different than, you know, somebody else, something outside of you telling you that you need to make a change. When it comes from within you, it gives you a sense of purpose. You're clear on why you're doing it and why you want it this internal motivation, you're likely going to be much more successful at achieving the goal that you desire. So the action that I want you to take with this step is deciding 
first, you know, what that goal is that you have and trying to figure out what the motivation is behind it. Is it something that you're doing it for somebody else or somebody said something to you and that's why you want this goal? Or is it something that you feel with every bit of sense inside of you that you want to make this change? Because if you if that's the way you feel, you're really internally motivated, then then you can really start to figure out how to make this how to make this plan come to play. Which leads us to the third point here, which is defining and reevaluating your goals. And this is by using SMART goals. I did a whole podcast episode on this in September of 2021. And SMART goals, for those of you that don't know, are specific. The acronym stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. And so these goals are really important because it can really dig into what you're doing in terms of your goals, why you want it. There's a lot of components to it and allows you to be really specific to decide how you're going to achieve this goal. And essentially, it acts as a roadmap to get you to where you want to be in the long term. So specific typically means like, I think it's usually like the the five W's like who and what is the goal and when do you want to achieve the goal, where and why and all that kind of stuff. So it's essentially like being really specific with what you want to accomplish when it comes to your goal. Because remember at this point, now that you're moving into this third point, you've decided that it is that you're ready to make a change. You've decided that it's internally motivated. And so now you're getting to the point that you're really going to figure out how you're going to do this. It's the nitty gritty. It's not going to be the very vague um, kind of idea. It's really breaking it down into how you're going to make this happen and how you're going to start taking action. The N for the SMART goal is measurable. How are you going to measure whatever goal you want to achieve? And are you going to set some milestones along the way to keep you on track? So it's having some kind of measurable component. The A is attainable. How realistic is it? You don't want to set goals that are so out of reach that you're not going to be able to achieve them. And so at the beginning, maybe you set smaller goals so that it gives you some confidence. And then as you start to achieve those goals, you can set them so they might be a little bit more, um, it might take you a little bit more to, to get the and achieve the goal that you want. Relevant is the next, the R, and just trying to figure out why you want this, why it's relevant in your life. And T, probably the most important, is when you want to achieve it by. So a lot of times in my nutrition practice, I'll hear people say, I just want to get healthier. I just I just want to feel better. But there's no real, there's no real idea of how you're going to do that, right? So why SMART goals are really important is that Instead of saying a statement like, I want to get healthier, it really, the more specific you are in really trying to figure out how you're going to achieve this goal, probably the more likely you are going to be able to achieve the goal that you desire. 
So for instance, instead of saying, I want to get healthy, maybe figure, break that down on what you can do. What is one behavior that you can do that you can start doing to get you there? So as an example, you could say something like, I will walk for 30 minutes and I will pick out the days that I, that I'm going to walk. So I'm going to do Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and I am going to do this until June. So do you see how different it is from I want to get healthier to being really specific? I'll go for a walk. I'm going to do it for this amount of time, 30 minutes. I'm going to do it this these many days a week. You're going to pick out the days that you're going to do them, and then you have an endpoint there so that you can reevaluate it. Because part of the whole SMART goal thing and idea is Again, it gives you a roadmap and it helps you see what you want to achieve. And when you have a time frame on it, it allows you to reevaluate what is working and what isn't. Because you don't want to get to this phase and then be like, oh my gosh, I can't do it because I wasn't specific enough. The more specific you are, the more you can really go back and reevaluate what is working and what isn't working and how to try to get some flexibility in there. So for instance, if you set this goal that you're going to do it Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, well, maybe you don't do that, but then it allows you to go back and look at, okay, but then two of those days worked. So what can I do to get that third day in? And so the action that I want you to take today is that I want you to look at what your current goal is and to see If it meets the criteria of a SMART goal, is it a specific goal or is it something that is, you know, just very vague? So look and see if the goal that you've set is a SMART goal and really, if it isn't, dig into it and try to figure out how you can make it more detail-oriented to get you to a place um, that you can really start to be consistent in what you're doing and allow you to see... Um, the bigger picture and also allow you to review it consistently so that you can see kind of what you need to tweak in it so that you can continue to move forward with your action. The, The fourth step here, the fourth focus that I want to talk about today is creating accountability and a support system. So you've set the goal you, you're internally motivated, you're ready to go, your SMART goal is in action, you know you're going to do it. And so at the beginning, it might be really easy for you to do it because you're internally motivated at this particular time. But we've talked about this on previous episodes, and I did an, um, an episode recently about motivation that you can always go back and refer to if you need and you want to review that topic. But motivation is something that waxes and wanes. And we have this whole idea that it's supposed to be, or that we think we're always going to be motivated, but that's just not the way it works. And so having some kind of accountability or support system is really going to help you get to a place that when you are inevitably, when you get to a place that you're having a tough day and you don't feel so motivated, you can refer and kind of help that and use that system to help keep you, to kind of keep you online with what your health goals are. 
So when we talk about having some kind of accountability or support system, it could be anything, anything that works for your life, your friends, your family, an online support group. You could do work colleagues or monthly check-ins or weekly check-ins, whatever it is that works for you. I mean, I know some people do social media, that they create some kind of accountability there. Um, But really just if this is going to be a way that's going to help keep you on track and and keep you focused when things are feeling really hard because you're lacking that sense of motivation that you maybe had at the beginning. And so creating accountability and a support system helps keep you consistent. It helps hold you to a standard. And honestly, the research shows that a lot of people have a hard time being accountable to themselves, right? It's much easier to be accountable to somebody else. So if you don't feel like going to the gym in the morning, if you know somebody's waiting there for you and going to be keeping you accountable, I bet you're going to get right out of bed and go, much more so than if it was just just you, right? And so this is what you're trying to do. You're trying to create some kind of accountability to kind of help you stay on track. So the action step here that I want you to do today is to figure out where you can find some kind of accountability. Is it that you're going to put your goals in social media? Is it that you um, you can go in my Facebook group and I can keep you accountable? Whatever it is that works for you. If you have a friend that is also in a place where they want to make behavior change, maybe they can be your accountability. But I caution you, I've used this before where I've had friends and then we're both like not that accountable and it doesn't work so great. So I would pick somebody who is really going to hold you to that standard because that will work a lot better. And then lastly, that we I wanted to talk about the fifth topic here, which is planning for consistency. Because really, consistency is going to be what works in order to get you off of that stopping and starting bandwagon that you may have found yourself on. Consistency is what's really going to help create a pattern and a habit and will help provide you with motivation when you don't feel like doing the behavior that you have decided that you want to do. And consistency is way better than perfection because I think a lot of times when people are going on and off this this health this health journey, a lot of times it's because they're either scared or there is, um, maybe they're not motivated. But one of the things I also see too is that this perfectionism exists. And so if it's not perfect, then we're not going to do it. And then we hop off until we can get back on and we're 100% motivated and feel like we're perfectly ready to do it. But perfection just doesn't exist. And so if you are driven by being perfect when it comes to your health, wellness, and self-care goals, it's going to do derail your health progress. And, you know, if you feel like you didn't meet your goal that day, <clears throat> it's going to be very hard for you to continue to do that. So think about it this way. If your goal is, is that, you know, you want to walk today, well, It doesn't matter if you've set your goal that you want to do 30 minutes and perhaps you only did like 25 minutes. 
that's perfect. I mean, it's great because you did the behavior. So I want you to start thinking about transitioning from being consistent versus being perfect. Because if, again, we can use that walking technique. If you did walking three days a week, so what if you didn't do it 30 days for three days a week, but you did the behavior? So now, now that you've done the behavior three days a week, no matter the time, it starts to give you more confidence in yourself that you can do it. And that will really start to help give you more motivation to keep doing it so that over time you'll get to a place where you can do it longer. And by the way, it doesn't discount it because you did it five minutes shorter than you wanted to do. It's still progress. And so I want you here to start thinking about shifting your mindset that you're going to start to focus on consistency. And I want you to know that, you know, everything is not going to be perfect all of the time. You're going to have times when whatever goal you want to achieve seems easier and seems in line with what you desire, but that other times it's not going to happen like that because it's not realistic. Nothing works perfectly. And so I want to remind you to change your mindset, to be flexible to the changes and to see this consistency is part of the process and that perfection isn't part of the process. Perfection doesn't exist. And if you're focused on that, then you're likely going to fail. So it's just seeing that like consistency and letting go of perfection are going to get you closer to what you want to achieve. And one other thing I want to really talk about when I'm talking about consistency here is trying to figure out a way that you can be consistent with what it is you want. And so we know accountability is something that works really well, but I want you to have as many tools as you possibly can to get you to the goal that you want to do. And so for different people, different things work. And so for you, how can you do that? How can you make sure to make that health goal that you have a priority? Do you need to schedule it on your calendar? A lot of times we don't prioritize ourselves as much as we would prioritize somebody else's time. And so part of this changing your mindset when it comes to consistency and perfectionism is also changing your mindset about the importance of, of it is and not failing on yourself and not keeping the commitment that you've set for yourself. If you've set this goal that you want to achieve, then it's really important to put it somewhere, either on a calendar or to put it in a planner or to set a reminder for you to do it because it's important enough that you went through all these stages. Let's schedule it to actually make it happen. Let's give yourself as many tools as possible to make the goal achievable to you. And I would say that if it's something that, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking of um, physical activity for some reason, but like if something works for you and a certain time works for you, try to keep that time um, as much as possible, but then also be open to the idea that sometimes you may have to be flexible because even though we want to be con really consistent with your action, it's also about being flexible when things don't work out. There might not be days. So if you've set Monday, Wednesday, and Friday as your goal and you haven't achieved them, be flexible that that's okay. 
and maybe even schedule like a Tuesday in there instead of one of the days you didn't achieve so that you're able to get your goals. The more flexible that you can be, you may be able to achieve your goals too and actually enjoy the process. Another thing I want to remind you is like really trying to think of some tools beside your calendar and reminders to really get yourself into a place that you can um, form the habit and create the habit and acknowledge what it is you're doing. And I don't know what that looks like for you. I don't know if that's um, having some kind of habit tracker or whether it's on your phone or whether it's in your planner, but just something that you want to evaluate when you're doing the behaviors and if it's working for you. So for instance, I have a planner that I always use. It's called the Soul Planner, S-O-L, and I love it. But part of that planner is that every week I plan out what I'm going to do. And then at the end of the week, I go back and I evaluate it. And for each day, there's a box at the bottom of it. And I check it off if I've completed the habit that I like that I said that I wanted to complete this week. So at the beginning of the week, I set that habit. And then at the end of the week, I evaluate it. But each day, I see and I check a mark on there if I've done it. And so why that is important is that you want to have a, a place or a time that you're checking in with yourself to see if you're doing the habit that you have. Because you can really start to find things in this behavior because you can start to see if it's working or if it's not. And if you notice that you haven't done the habit in a couple of days, it allows you in that week, if you're if you're reviewing your habit weekly, it starts to like kind of see like, all right, I haven't done it one day, I haven't done it two days, I haven't done it three days. And so by then, I would say like after the third time you haven't done the habit and you've checked it and you've said, okay, I haven't done it in three times, maybe that just kind of gives you a way to really reevaluate where you are with the goal that you have. Perhaps maybe you're not ready for it. Perhaps you're not internally motivated. Perhaps you need the goal to be more specific. Um, so there's just some things that I want you to kind of think about here. And I would say to you that, you know, the action step here is that I want you to notice the behavior that you're doing or not doing. And so if you realize that perhaps you have stopped doing the behavior after about three times, I want you to really look at that to see if you need to reevaluate that. And the goal of this is so that you can really start to see any of the obstacles that are coming up along the way, what you can do to fix it, and to kind of just like reevaluate where you are. Because I know for me, and perhaps you do this too, is that after like three times, it's going to be harder and harder and harder to keep and to keep doing that habit. And so if you can get it, why you're still kind of in the mindset that you're motivated for it, or maybe you've recently done it, you might be more apt to stay on track to complete the task that you have. And so let's review the five action steps that I have set for you today in conclusion. The first action step is to focus on where you are in the behavioral change model and focus on any small steps that you can take today 
to get to a point that you are ready to make the change. So if you are not quite ready to make the change, maybe start thinking about little things that you can do that aren't going to require a lot of energy to kind of get you focused on the direction of that. Maybe it's food shopping if your goal is to be healthy and eat more fruits and vegetables. Something that is simpler that's going to give you a little bit of action so that you can move down the stages of change model until you're in a place that you have more of a desire to make that goal. If you are in a place that you are ready to take action, then moving on to the next step and the second action step is deciding what your motivation is for the goal. Is it externally motivated by somebody else's desires or is it motivated by your internal desire to achieve the goal? If it's internally motivated, move to the next action step, which is number three, looking at what your current goal is and setting and looking to see if it's a SMART goal, that it's specific and measurable and attainable and relevant and time-bound. And if it's not, your goal is something very vague, then sit down and make it as specific as you can be because it will create the roadmap to get you to where you want to be. And then the fourth action step is figuring out where you can create some kind of accountability in your life or some kind of support so that when you get to the, a, a place where you're not feeling as motivated, that that can help you through and keep you on track with your health goals. And then the last and final stage and action step for you to take is to start to notice and kind of have an idea when you're doing the behaviors that you desire. And to know that, you know, kind of start to kind of look at, see how often you're doing the behaviors, the frequency of it, if it's meeting up with the SMART goals that you've set, or if they need to be reevaluated. And look at it, especially if it's been three days or three times, three consecutive times that you haven't done it, really just kind of stop and reevaluate what's going on. And notice if you need to reevaluate the process, reevaluate what stage you're in, in terms of the behavior change model, it really start to see what your motivation is behind it. Double check and see if your SMART goals aren't as specific enough. Or really trying to see, figure out maybe you're not holding yourself or having a support system or accountability system that's working for you. And so really exploring that. And so, you know, these five action steps hopefully will really help you when it comes to getting you to a place that you're not jumping off and on this, this, um, this whole ride and, and journey of the, the wellness goals. And remembering that this whole process is very individualized to you. Nobody is going to go through the same process and experience the things that you will experience. And even the whole health journey itself, everybody is going to have little nuances that work best for them. And it's not a one-size-fits-all solution, which drives me crazy because I think that we all, I think, as humans, like to share all the things that we did and what works because we're so happy with our progress that we want everyone to do the same things. But 
remembering that everybody has something that they're every everybody is different because there's just a variety of factors that make you unique and so you are going to have a unique process that works individually and only for you this whole process of behavior change will have ebbs and flows but I think the more important thing is just remembering that you take some kind of action because the behavior that you desire to change, it doesn't just happen because you're thinking about it. I mean, maybe at the start of it, you know, when you're really just trying to figure out if you want to make that change, it will be a little bit more that you're thinking about it, but ultimately to get to the goal that you really want, it's going to require you to take some kind of action. And so, and the action, again, just needs to be consistent. It doesn't have to be per perfect, and it actually won't be perfect, and knowing that that's okay. The, this journey towards, you know, self-care, wellness, and health may take you outside of your comfort zone, um, but growth and change comes from discomfort and the challenges along the way. So I want to remind you that this, this goal of whole health is not an impossibility, but only consistency makes it happen and action will make it happen. So you can have all the knowledge in the world, but unless you take action and you take consistent action, that change is probably not going to happen. So I want to encourage you to start where you're at and to also acknowledge that it's not going to be a perfect process. But the goal isn't for perfection, it's about being 1% better each day. And ultimately, that should help you get to the health goals that you desire. So thank you, friends, for listening to this episode today. And if you feel like somebody else would benefit from what you learned in this episode, I urge you to share this episode with them or on social media just sharing it with other women like you will help create and and really strengthen the goal that I have for this podcast, which is empowering women to take action when it comes to their health, wellness, and self-care goals. So I hope you ladies have a wonderful week, and I will see you back here next week.